going to talk about when Lag Bomer falls out on Sunday. So there aren't that many halachos when Lag Bomer falls out on Sunday. Uh, other than, of course, we know it said the Ramah, I think it says that uh, you could already shave on Erev Shabbos because we don't want to be Mivaza Shabbos by shaving the day after Shabbos, Dafka. So you could take a haircut and shave on Erev Shabbos. But an interesting Shiloh that comes up that the Poskim in Eretz Yisrael were, uh, were done on was that uh, m- many of you may have had the experience at some point to go to Meiron on, uh, on Lagba Omer. It is a wild scene. It is, uh, it's an incredible number of people that descend upon Meiron on Lagba Omer. So the question came up, should the Gedole Yisrael start discouraging people to go to Meiron when Lagba Omer falls on Sunday? Should they maybe push off the whole celebration? Maybe that year become Svartim and celebrate Ladba Omer instead of, uh, instead of Lagba Omer. Why? What's the Svara? What's the issue with going to Meiron on a Sunday when Lagba Omer falls on Sunday? So uh, in order for thousands of people to gather in any in any given location, uh, in a normal country, they're going to have police forces there. They're going to have to mobilize significant police force to make sure that there's proper security, to make sure there are proper barriers set up, particularly when there are fires all over the place. They want to have a little bit of extra security and extra hands on deck. So how do they do that? They don't just show up after thousands of people come. They come in advance. They mobilize the police to come in advance. So if Lagmober falls on Sunday and everyone starts coming down to Meron on as soon as Shabbos is over, the police are going to be coming down and they're going to be mobilizing before Shabbos is over. They're going to be coming on Shabbos. So maybe it's a giant lifnaiver that we're doing, that we're causing this terrible lifnaiver by having this kind, of, this kind of celebration. So I saw an interesting tshuva about this in the Tshuva Sharei Tzion, Simon Yudalit, Rav Rabinovich, the Rav of the Kotel, who's been in the news lately because of all the discussion about the reform group stopping at the Kotel, but uh, Rav Rabinovich has a very nice Tshuva Sefer where he discusses this issue. And he says, Luchora, the precedent for this discussion is a discussion in Postman about whether one should have a Hafkana on Shabbos. If let's say you uh, live in a town in Israel where for the first time they're going to open the movie theaters or the mall on Shabbos and they want to stage a protest, the religious community wants to stage a protest against Chil Shabbos, so should we be worried that we better not stage a protest because by staging a protest we're going to cause Chil Shabbos because the police are going to have to come and they're going to have to monitor the protest. So this was a, a discussion in the postgame. Rav Moshe Malka Zatzal said that uh, it won't help to protest. Anyone who's Mechal Shabbos is going to continue to be Mechal Shabbos. So you're going to scream till you're red in the face. It's not going to do anything anyway. And you're going to cause people to be Mechal Shabbos. You're going to cause all the policemen to be Mechal Shabbos. So it's a total waste of time. Rav Yashiv Zechron and Levracha disagreed though. Rav Yashiv said that it does something. We may not have an influence on anybody, but for us to watch Chil Shabbos and not to say anything, not to do anything, not to express something that's bad for our own neshamos, so that we have to, uh, we have to. It has to hurt us a little bit, and we have to be able to express the hurt when we see people being mechal Shabbos. I, we're going to cause more Chil Shabbos by causing the police to come. Well, that's not my problem, says Rav Yashiv. I don't have to give up my mitzvah of uh, of, of protesting Chil Shabbos or my mitzvah of, uh, or even to give up money in order to uh, to avoid lifnei iver that someone else is going to come to do an avera. And this raya is from a Maril Diskin brings a raya from a Gemara Mbav Metzia Daf Peches. The Gemara says that a chosim es apoel chayiv mishum losachsum shor bedisho. That if a person muzzles his worker and therefore doesn't allow the worker to eat while he's working, so he's in violation of losachsum shor bedisho. 
So that's the Maril Diskin. Why is that a violation? Shouldn't we just require the Poel to be mevater on whatever, uh, whatever, whatever food he's entitled to? And by being mevater on that food, then, then he'll save the, the, the boss from violating the Saksam Sharbadisho. So he says, no, what you see from there is that we don't demand that of a person. We don't make a person be mevater on something that's rightfully is, just so that I won't be living naive so I can save somebody else from the Avera. Problem is, Maral Diskin sa- says that, that it's only by money that you don't have to give up in order to save somebody else from an Avera. After all, that makes a lot of sense. Of course, if you see someone stealing something are you from you, are you chayiv to say, oh, it's hefker, it's hefker. Why? So that he won't violate the Avera of stealing? You have no chayiv to do that. If he's stealing, it's his Avera. It's not called Lifne either. If he chooses to do an Avera and you, uh, and, 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 and you, don't, you, you don't give up your money to stop that Avera from happening. So he says, so certainly to give up money is not required. The second raya that Rav Yashif has is a Gemara Meseches Ksuvah Stav Kimlam Beis. The Gemara tells us the Lidrish Ludona Shari that they had a Takana that Basula Nisus Tiyom Arviyah Basula gets married on Wednesdays, and the Gemara said that uh, they had a certain evil governments had a rule that Tibal Lehegmon Tchila that anyone get married on Yom Arviyah he had to first sleep with the Hegmon. So the Gemara said we were worried people were going to give up their lives rather than sleep with the Hegmon. Women were going to die rather than sleep with the Hegmon. So the Gemara says, well, why would they die? The Lidrish just teach them that it's mutter, that it's okay, they're being raped, it's not their problem, it's not their fault. So the, the, the whole conversation is strange. Why did the Rabbanan insist on keeping their takana? Shouldn't the Rabbanan just completely undo the takana? If you want to save the hegemon from the issue of sleeping with the, uh, the woman, granted, the woman's not doing the Yisr, but we could save the Hegemon from the Yisr entirely uh, by, by, uh, by, by, by getting rid of our entire Takana. So what you see from there is that we don't have to be Mevatar on Takana's Chazal in order to save other people from violating an Yisr. Now, apply, that's, all, that's what Rabbi Yisr said in regard to the Afghanot. Applying this to our case, so is this a Dvar Mitzvah? To go to the Kever Rashbi on Lagba Omer, I asked my Talmidim today, what's a bigger Yantif, a more real Yantif, uh, with stronger sources, Yom Ha'atzmut or Lagba Omer? So uh, they all said, well, Yom Ha'atzmut is made up and Lagba Omer is real. That's, uh, that, that was their reaction. Here in a good religious Zionist or, you know, uh, modern Orthodox institution. That's what the boys think. So if you actually look into it, maybe we'll have a different time in Al-Akshir on the history of Lag Bomer. Uh, there's much more reason to assume Yom Ha'atzmud is a Yantif than to assume that Lag Bomer is, uh, is, is a Yantif of any sort. So what's this whole Indian going to the Kever Rashbi? So the truth is, it's a minag at least that goes back to the times of the Arizal, perhaps. And... Uh, Based on that, if you want to call it, it's at least something that people get a lot of inspiration from. So if it's something people get a lot of inspiration from, so the you can call that a Dvar Mitzvah, because something that, that gives people a lot of chiyos, a lot of inspiration, once it's, it inspires them toward Avodos Hashem. So Rav Rabbanovich suggests the following three other Eterim in terms of Lifneiver. He says, first of all, this isn't really Lifneiver, it's so indirect. I'm just going to the Kever Ashmi. The fact that thousands of other people made the same decision in their lives, and that causes the police to anticipate that it's so indirect, can't possibly be Lifneiver. Plus, he says, we know the Tshuva Ramoshin Yardeich HaLegal V'Simnayim Beis, Ramoshin discusses Rav Moshe discusses, can you, if you own a wedding hall, can you rent it out to someone who's going to have mixed dancing at the wedding? 
Is that an Isra of Lifnei Iver? And he calls Lifnei Iver. So Moshe said, no, it's not Lifnei Iver. I'm renting out for a wedding. They happen to do other things that are also... He said, what, do you think I'm not, if, if I own a store that sells uh, pots and pans, am I not allowed to sell to somebody who doesn't keep the halachas of kashras because they're going to cook non-kosher food in that pot and pan? No, that's not called lifneiver. I'm selling a pot so you can cook in it. I'm giving you the wedding hall so you can have a wedding in it. It's, uh, it's, it happens to be you're going to do something that's us or also. But that's not an issue of lifneiver at all. So if the primary goal in your activity is really a davar amutr, it's just that a davar asr as a side thing might come out from it. That's not lifneiver. So Rabbi Novich says over here also, I'm going for a dvar mitzvah. I'm going for something good. It happens to be that a dvar is going to come out of it that the police are going to mobilize on Shabbos. That's not lifneiver. The tzushtel, the comparison is a little bit difficult. Ramosha was talking about where my primary goal to the person who's doing the Aveira is really he's primarily doing something that's parv, that's not an Aveira. Over here, the, the policemen who are doing the Aveira are only doing the Aveira. There's no, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing they're doing before that. That's what the, although you could argue that they're primarily for the mitzvah of protecting Jewish people. Okay, anyway, another raya, says, the Gemara of Avodazard of Samach Gimel says, a person is allowed to give money to his workers and he doesn't have to worry that they're going to use that money to buy non-kosher food. So I asked the Ritva, why not? When you don't give the Isser directly, and it's a suffix whether he's going to take the Isser or not, so then he's going to buy, go and buy an Isser with it, it's not Lifnei Iver, even when it's to uh, another Jew. So uh, the same, maybe the same could apply over here. They can come whenever they come and mobilize. They can come before Shabbos, after Shabbos, whatever they want. They choose to come on Shabbos. That's not, I'm not giving them that issue to do it on Shabbos. I'm not telling them, not asking them to come on Shabbos. Right. The difference between the case of the Hafkana and, 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 and going to, to the Kevar Rashbi is even stronger. By the Hafkana, what happens? When you're planning on making a, 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 a demonstration, you call the police and you have to register. Otherwise, they'll arrest you and they'll, uh, they'll tell you you can't ba- uh, gather together. So you call the police, you have to register the, the, the demonstration, and then they'll set up barriers and everything. So you're not, it's not just that they happen to be coming. You ask them to come. So that's even worse than the case of, uh, of going down to the Kevar Ashby. What's the big deal? You're going. You didn't ask them to come. They themselves know that thousands of people are going to make that same decision. So the Maskana, Rav Rabinovich says, even if it's not Shabbos, it should still hurt us when we see Chil Shabbos. And whatever we could do to keep Chil Shabbos from happening, we should, uh, we should try to do, such as... Delaying the Hadlaka till Sunday. Don't do it on Matzai Shabbos. He says all the Gedolim should get together. And he quotes one of the Rebbe's already did this, that he already told his uh, Hasidim not to do this on Matzai Shabbos, wait till Sunday. And that way we'll try to, if enough people, enough like minded people get together on that issue, they'll avoid the Chil Shabbos. Interestingly, he quotes the Rebbe Zalman Nechemi Goldberg, right? So Ha'ara, on that Truva, he says, Ain Suffolk Shiyeshli Imanami Lahadlikas Hadlaka of Matzai Shabbos, Viesh Hadlikal Biyom Rishon Biyom, Kedele Minorachil Shabbos. He says, certainly, this absolutely must be avoided. We should not have anything going on Matzai Shabbos. The Mishtara is going to come, and uh, they're going to they're be Mechal Shabbos. He says, Tseyulamad, Shechachamim bitlu mitzvos chashuvos ma'od beglal chashashchil Shabbos. Sometimes the Chachamim told us not to do big mitzvos, mitzvos da'araisa, shofar, lulav. Why? Because you might, Shema Yavirena, Dalaram, Rosh Hashanah. You might be Mechal Shabbos. 
but uh, so so uh, even though it's a chashash rachok, so certainly over here where there's no mitzvah d'oraisa d'rabbanan, nothing. What are you doing? You're going to kever Rashbi. That's no mitzvah. So certainly uh, we should we should be concerned about uh, about the chul shabbos that comes out from it. And he quotes the comment of the meshachachma, where the meshachachma talks about the gemara says called shana shein token broshana marine la besofa. Any year that we don't blow uh, shofar at the beginning of the year, so it's going to be a bad end to the year. And the bahag says doesn't mean if rosh falls on Shabbos, it means if uh, for whatever reason, because of an onus, we were unable to uh, to blow the shofar. So the Meshachachma explains, because when even though the shofar does something, it accomplishes something, and that whatever that that spiritual accomplishment that metaphysical thing that it accomplishes doesn't happen Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos but the Zihirus of Shabbos itself is the greatest Zuchus Klal Yisrael could have to be doing for the covenant of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that we're not worried about ourselves we're going to give up our own Zuchus of the Shofar which is a unique Zuchus that comes once a year because we're so worried about your Shabbos Ribbonah Shalom that's the greatest message we could ever send to the Ribbonah Shalom so if Zam Lechemia says certainly anything that involves any sort of Shabbos by Jews should be something that's painful to us, that hurts us, and we should not uh, we should not encourage it in any way. Okay.